Hello everybody, welcome to the Redman TV. It's daily news time in what could be the most lethargic show you'll see all summer as myself and Tom Dutton. Uh, what happened last night, Tom? Uh, we, we went out. You well, are leaving. I am leaving. Anne's birthday. Yes, so we had we had reasons to go for drinks, but what was supposed to be we'll go out for a few, we'll get home, we've got work tomorrow, turned into not that, not that at all. And we got home quite late and feeling it this morning, aren't we, Tom? Yeah. But there is actually news to talk about today. There is. That's the point. Although me and Tom are dying, the transfer window <laughs> stopped for nobody. Uh, and we've had a transfer, albeit an outgoing, and that being Rafael Camacho going to Sporting uh, CP. Is that Lisbon? I feel like yeah, Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, it's completely threw me off there. Uh, as you can tell, a bit hungover. <laughs> but he's completed a permanent transfer to Sporting Lisbon. Um, the 19-year-old made f two first-team appearances during his time on Merseyside and was a regular for Neil Critchley's under-23s last season. Um, everybody at LFC wishes Ra uh, Raphael the best of luck at his new club. That was the official statement from Liverpool FC. If you jump on over to the Echo, uh, we can get the nitty-gritty about what the deal uh, stands for Liverpool. Liverpool sold Raphael match support Lisbon for a fee of around £5 million, which is interesting. Uh, it was entering the final year of his contract at Anfield and was unwilling to sign fresh terms after viewing his first-team chances as remote. The £5 million Liverpool will receive from the Portuguese side will rise to £7 million with add-ons, with the Reds also inserting a 20% sell-on clause for the talented teenager. Um, and the other interesting part about this is that I believe we also have a buyback clause on Rafa Camacho at the same time, as you see here. Uh, he rejects the chance to speak to Wolves, AC Milan and Schalke, fearing his opportunities would again be limited to the first team. So. Uh, to me, this is a really big positive. Um, let me know what you guys think in the comments of, of the deal. I think uh, it, it says in the article that if we'd have kept him on, he would have been out of contract last year, uh, next year. Sorry, would have been able to agree a pre-agreement in January and leave for free. So to take five million pounds this summer for a guy, as you said, as we saw before, has only made two first-team appearances in Merseyside. Um, the most latest of which being Wolves in the FA Cup. I think that's quite a good deal. And Michael Edwards, as Michael Edwards does, has done an excellent job of putting all these clauses in there that make sure we get the most value for money out of the player with the 20% sell-on clause for the teenager, obviously the most suppose the most occurring sort of player with that is Wilfred Zaha, obviously if he goes on uh, to move to anywhere, United get a massive trunk, I think there's a 20% as well for him, so if, if Rafa Camacho does turn into a great player, we've got the, opposite, uh, the ability to buy him back or benefit from where he goes next, so it's a really interesting uh, deal that Liverpool have done there. What do you guys make of it? I, I am I'm pretty pleased with it. Um, we've not the seen thing, enough of him. The, the, the good thing for me, Bailey, is that he's gone for first-team football. Yeah, um, of Fair play to the guy. Yeah. He, he knows that he's not getting in yeah. in the attacking places. He doesn't want to play as a defender. Yeah. And he's literally going there and going, yeah. I want to play first-team football, improve myself at yeah. the top level. Mm -hmm. Good on him. Yeah, really, really fair play to him. I say for a 19-year-old, to turn down moves to Wolves, AC Milan and Schalke, who were all excellent football clubs. And to say no to those big teams because he wants first-team football and he's going obviously going to Sporting to, to get that, hats off to him. You know, at 19 years old, he's clearly he's talented to, be in, to have interest from these teams. But to say, I'd rather go to a lesser team, I suppose, and better myself and further myself with game time, hats off to you, Rafa Camacho. I hope you have a very prosperous career in the future. Um, moving on from that, a little bit of bad news coming over from the AFCON, but before that, I just want to get you over to the Redman TV news channel on the YouTube. 
closing in on 7,000 subscribers, which is excellent. Thank you to everybody who is subscribing to the new show. This uh, content right here, the daily news stuff, will be moving over to the Redman News channel here on the 8th of July, and we are looking for 10,000 subscribers before we get there. So that would be huge if you could go over there. I'll demonstrate on screen for you right now. Tom, have you got it up? Definitely. Hit that, hit that, and everybody here will be a happy man. So get over there, get that done. Everybody here will be made up for it. Thank you very much, guys. Um, as I say, going back into some bad news, Nabi Keita, uh, of course, who is over in Africa at the minute, in the AFCON, has reportedly suffered a thigh injury that has ruled him out of Guinea's clash with Burundi in the Africa Cup of Nations on Sunday. It's a big shame, this, isn't it? It's becoming a bit of a... A bit of a repetitive thing with his injuries, and he picked up the knock midway through the 1 0 defeat to Nigeria on Wednesday and was replaced by Las Mangura in Egypt. Various reports have claimed the Liverpool midfielder has a shin problem too, with both injuries limiting him to just 71 minutes of, uh, of the defeat in Alexandria. It's unclear at this stage how serious his injury is, but the Red Star won't make the game against Burundi, which could bring him bring about the end of his AFCON tournament. And to his defence, uh, in that Nigeria game, I don't know if any of you watched it at home. He was getting harried. He was by far sort of the guy on the pitch that was getting chunks kicked out of him. He was taking the biggest beating on the pitch in terms of sort of physical uh, challenges. But it doesn't bode well for Naby Keita, does it? That, you know, he was obviously, he was injured in our Champions League run. He's been injured for a lengthy spells throughout our season. He just hasn't been able to hit the ground running due to these injury problems. So it's not the best sign from Naby Keita. Again, he's injured over an international duty. What do you guys make of it? Is this a worrying thing for you? Does it... Or do you think, you know, it's just him trying to settle into, uh, after having sort of a, a season with sort of, uh, with injuries in and out of the game in a, such a fast-paced league, he just hasn't had the time to sort of recover as much as he needed to, because obviously he was originally ruled out for the AFCON after his injury um, in the Champions League, got himself fit and has obviously now had a fresh injury over there. So maybe we're not cutting the guy enough slack with his injuries, but let me know in the comments, what do you guys think of Naby Keita? Does this worry you in, uh, in particular? We'll go on to the final story, which is wider transfer stuff from the man David Maddock, who is a fantastic journalist. After we signed um, our Dutch centre half last uh, yesterday, sorry, he came out and said this: "Don't shoot the messenger. But if LFC make any more signings this summer, uh, as things stand, they really won't be 60 to 70 million pounds high-profile players. Slight possibility of versatile forward slash wide man, but likely to be around the 20 million mark or less." Wow, what do you make of that, everybody at home? I mean, I've been under that impression sort of throughout the summer. That's what us as fans have been drip-fed and have been told, you know, Klopp's happy with his squad. He's really got no interest of going in and spending big money like Van Dijk and Allison sort of cash. And again, we're six weeks into the transfer window now. This is still the message getting echoed. And it could be, very much could be Liverpool's sort of stance to say, we're not going to make any signings. That has sort of been our stance for throughout the last few years. Not making any signings, we're not spending any money, and then boom, we spend big money on a player. But I'm under the impression here that maybe we're not. Maybe Klopp really is happy with his, with his first 11 and he's choosing to add sort of youth players, maybe a Shakiri-esque sort of money sign-in, a guy that could play across the front that's not going to cost us a huge amount of money. But does this worry you? Or are you in the camp that's sort of like, our squad's okay, a few little additions, they don't have to be marquee signings as long as we sort of de deepen the squad a bit so we can compete on multiple fronts in all the cup competitions, then you're fine. But Because I think that's a big driving block in between fans at the minute. Some are saying we can't stand still and we need to kick on and make these big signings 
and sort of cement ourselves as the European champions and let's go from there and not stagnate. Whereas some are saying, we already are the European champions. This squad is the best squad in the world. Um, we don't need to add sort of too many players to upset the, the, the broth almost. But really interesting that this is still the message that's being pushed by journalists over in uh, around the Liverpool scene. But let me know in the comments because that's a huge interesting thing for me from David Malik. Very reliable. But we'll get into some comments, Tom. Uh, what are people saying? Um, on Camacho, Jim Jam Joe, one, two, three, says plenty of other youngsters. Camacho is not much of a loss, but wish him the best of luck. Just yep. echoing what you said. Absolutely, mate. Pretty hit the nail on the head there. I liked what I saw when I saw him against Wolves, but uh, obviously came out the Instagram stuff. We all know about that now. And, and, and Tom made an excellent point upstairs. He's a forward player. Like as much as it was, it's not the right thing to say. He scores quite a few goals for the under-23s, and I, I wish the best of him going to Sporting and thriving in a position that, that is best suited to him. Because if he can't, you know, if he doesn't want, if he's not going to go to AC Milan or a Schalke or a Wolves because he's fearing not getting first-team games, there's no way that he could flourish here at Liverpool because it, we just clearly not the level for him. But this, the, the deal in place is excellent in case he does become an excellent player. We can bring him back or profit from his further move. But they, yeah, I agree with you there, mate. Um, on Naby Keita, Ken Oixkousa says, because it is just a strain, it might actually be good for LFC. Bit of time off, then pre-season. Very, very, very good point, mate. You made an excellent case there. It could be a blessing in disguise. Um, we saw this with, with Mo Salah, obviously, after the Champions League final. He was so desperate to get fit last season. Um, well, the season just gone, actually. The season before the one just gone. Um, obviously, he gets injured from Ramos. Rushes himself fit because he's just desperate to play for Egypt in their first World Cup, which is, you can blame him. And then we saw there was a big lag sort of in his performances of about two months, you know, at the start of that season where he just wasn't quite hitting the heights of Salah the season before. So you've hit that. I think you've, you've, you've smashed that there. There is a silver lining when players do get injured in these tournaments because it does mean, you know, if he, it says here at the bottom, could bring the end to his AFCON tournament. We could say that could be good. That, may, that could get him this much needed rest that he needs so he's fresh in. Could even see him on the pre-season tour early. Gets as much um, practice and training as he can and we get him as fit as possible with our own training team so he's good to go for the start of the season. Excellent point, mate. Um, Monis Sada says, no, we are the UCL winners. Mm -hmm. uh, right time to buy players as everyone wants to come to us. So, Yeah, that's, that is true, mate. And I, I don't know where I stand on this yet. Um, I can, I'm, I can see what, what Klopp's saying, you know, he doesn't want to upset things, he's very happy with his squad. And you've got to look at it and say, are there that many first team, or sort of that many players out there in world football that could come in and replace any of the players in our starting eleven? As you've said, we are the Champions League winners, that squad are the best team in Europe on paper for at least for another year. So, uh, can we can we bring that many people in? You know, you're talking, I think it came out <clears throat> yesterday from Le Quip that... I think Kylian Mbappe was going to cost like 250 to 300 million euros. And like that just won't happen. Liverpool will not pay that price for a, a player, at least if history is anything to go by. So I don't know if it's worth upsetting the apple cart. But then on the other hand, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Is there a better time than now to be attractive? Everybody in the world of football if, uh, have got Liverpool top of their list because we are so sort of prolific in, in, in the world of football at the minute. So I am torn. I am very sore, and that's why I like to pose it to you guys, because I feel like there is a big divide, but excellent point. Um, and last one, um, These Nuts says, hey. Andy Robertson cost us eight mil, lads. You can find quality for cheap. You can find quality anywhere, mate. You're absolutely right. And I think that's one of the biggest things we have to pride ourselves on as a football club. That's why we signed this young centre half uh, yesterday, because we're not just an attractive club because we've won the Champions League. We're attractive to these youth players because we give the youth a chance. And... 
You know, we got Andy Robertson from Hull in a swap deal for Kevin Stewart, and in a year he's become the best left back in world football. We've given Trent Alexander-Arnold a chance to come into the team at 19 and be unbelievable. And probably, in my opinion, one of our best players of the season last year, one of the breaking records for assists all across the park. And even Joe Gomez, you know, Joe Gomez four years ago, we bought him from Charlton Athletic, down the line he's now 22, and playing next to Virgil van Dijk in one of the best sort of periods of defensive football that I've seen at the club. Him and Van Dijk in that sort of 10 to 12 game period they played was stunning. So I'm right. I, I agree with you, mate. If we were going to go and make a few signings that were between 10 and 15 million pounds and they come into the team sort of gradually, fine. Because I, we, we owe it to Klopp now to say, you've proved us all wrong. We've all doubted you in the past with certain signings and I'm, I'm very much sort of Hands off the wheel now, Klopp. You, I don't. I have no right to sort of question what you do because you've given me a Champions League, and there's nothing more I can ask for. Apart from maybe a Premier League, that'd be nice. But um, thank you very much for watching, guys. Let me just chuck you, chuck you over to therebentv.com quickly. We've got some excellent stuff out on there already, with more stuff planned to come out over the next week. The squad depth analyzer here is a excellent show between Paul and Chris. I know. They're sort of both of them are about on holidays and stuff. They're both really busy, but they got together to do an extra special show for you, looking at every single player on Liverpool's roster, analysing where do they go, how in favour are they, sort of from first to X amount of choice, where do they fit in in the team? It's a really good show. You'll love it. Uh, you'll love that show. Myself and Tom did a Redman reacts for uh, to Van der Berg uh, yesterday, and what our thoughts on him. The summer football show talks about wider football um, transfers. You can see there David Silver and Harry Maguire. Silver retiring, Maguire potentially going to City. So there's loads and loads, bags of content over on theredmentv.com. Make sure you go over there and check it out. We will get you covered for all things Liverpool and wider football all across the summer. Enjoy your weekend, guys. We'll be back on Monday with a daily news show. See you later. Well, before we end, uh, it's your last show, Billy. It is, well, it is my last show. I won't be back on Monday with a news show. Somebody will be back with a news show. Um, Everyone yeah. say bye in the comments. Yes, yeah, so this is. I've been filming one more show after this one, which will be my final show, but this will be my final news show. So, been an excellent pleasure to work here for the year at therebentv.com. Um, for, for Redmond TV in general. <laughs> uh, I've got the website in front of me. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope you guys have, have enjoyed my woolly opinions on football um, and the assorted amount of caps that I own. Um, but no, it's been an absolute pleasure to bring, me, uh, bring the Liverpool football news to you and Liverpool in general. Um, yeah, you put me on the spot there, Tom. I sort of, yeah, I figured I would. Yeah, thank you for that. But yeah, anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. Somebody will be back on Monday to bring you this daily news, and we'll see you then. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 